0: This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by La Vida Verde. La Vida Verde is a health and wellness edibles brand.
1: Your voice sounds like the most comfy carpet to wiggle my toes on.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's how La Vida Verde makes me feel. Oh, nice. (laughs) La Vida Verde's mission is to provide healthy, organic edibles and tinctures that are made with only the highest quality ingredients.
1: Self-care, baby.
0: It's all about self-care right now. Vidi, uh, Verde uses coconuts and cashews to create delicious, guilt-free cookies that are sweetened with unrefined coconut sugars in like the most delicious flavors.
1: Absolutely. I don't trust corn anymore because of all of its high fructose, high fructose toastness yeah so I need things like coconut I need things like cashews uh you're allergic to peanuts I just put that together so no wonder you've been mowing them down
0: hate a peanut love a cashew (laughs) all tree nuts no peanuts (laughs) so yeah La Vita Verde's edibles are perfect for me and their tinctures are so great too they're crafted with botanical extracts which enhance their effects like the relaxed tincture which is infused with chamomile sure I'm not
1: gonna come for you with your T pronunciations.
0: I can never remember which way it is. But yeah, they're so great. The La Vida Verde whole line is organic, vegan, non GMO, and gluten free because they believe the best medicine starts with the food you eat.
1: It's like a checklist for everything that treats yourself right. That's crazy. Isn't that great? It's it's really unbelievable. Everything
0: you need. Go to levitaverde.com to learn more and follow them on Instagram at levitaverde420. 100%.
1: Cannot recommend enough. Hello and
2: welcome to Weed and Grub.
1: It's still spinning mm-hmm. for how long
0: it's spinning and it's making a crazy noise
1: the computer mm-hmm. you can't have it near you that's how like
0: it's making a noise like it's emitting some kind of weird radiation and there's a spinning wheel of death on the screen and my stomach is literally in my throat I feel crazy
1: <laughs> you have a spinning wheel of death one of your chakras yeah. is a spinning wheel of death yes yeah, yeah, my, yeah
0: my stomach heart and throat chakras have all combined into the three <laughs> colors and are a spinning wheel of death physically located in my body.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Well, I think we're all there. It's at probably minute to minute we all have spinning wheels of chakras. Listen
0: that neighbor dog has a spinning wheel of death chakra right now barking its head off. Yeah. Everyone's upset. Sure. Ooh, I'm upset because this garage band project won't save and I don't know what to do and I've like looked up tutorials online. There's a 23-minute YouTube tutorial that I'm going to try after we finish recording. At the end of it, it's
1: just going to say force quit. It's It uh, should be a five-second tutorial. It,
0: oh, I know. But it's oh, ugh, I hate losing a project. It's so crazy. I mean, luckily, we've got backup, but...
1: I, I think there's autos... I think I always trust autosave in these situations. I feel like autosave has been my parachute more times than not.
0: I wish... Yeah. I really wish that uh, I had this... Well, anyway, I'm not going to... Force you know, quit if wishes were horses i'm not forcing quit
1: wait what's that's what is that saying if
0: wishes were horses do yeah. you know that thing
1: <laughs> no that's an insane <laughs> thing it's a to like hang the, my hat on
0: there's a second part of it if wishes were horses we'd all be free or something hang on i gotta look that up because it's a it's a real saying you don't believe me
1: now your phone is gonna be a horse. oh my wheel. god like my phone whole...
0: <laughs> everything wait 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 spinning wait if wishes were horses that's an insane thing to catch wishes on wishes were the horses eight... beggars would ride say it again if wishes were horses beggars would ride
1: that's a piece of shit saying
0: it's a old scottish proverb uh-huh um i didn't know the second half well <laughs> oh, the whole thing goes uh if wishes were horses beggars would ride if turnips were watches i'd wear one by my side if ifs and ands were pots and pans there'd be no work for tinker's hands what the that's okay, trash. I'm very sorry. I've introduced this into our that'd be funny on a throat pillow. Though. That'd be funny instead <laughs> if of believe. Yeah,
1: if, instead of believe or like you can do anything, hang in there. You just had the worst possible sayings. If
0: wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Yeah, that's trash. That's sorry about that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not doing well. That made me feel worse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't. Well, I don't no. know if I could feel worse. This whole spinning chakra thing is making me feel. Well, you know what? I just learned about um, a, a name for this crazy feeling that we're probably everyone on the planet is experiencing right now
1: it's got it better be better than if wishes were horses
0: (laughs) it is it's an ancient word that actually existed like catholic monks did i okay i'm gonna pull it up because it was so interesting have you ever heard of it Acidia? no never so acedia is a word that means um lack of care it is basically like, okay, hang on, my friend Allison posted about it on her Facebook, and I think her article was the best one. That It's basically the lost name for the emotion right now is the headline for this piece about the word acedia. The ancient term acedia describes the paradoxical combination of jangling nerves and a vague lack of purpose that many of us are feeling right now.
1: Oh, it's abyss-like.
0: Yeah. It's... Um, it, this says that a monk and theologian wrote in the early 5th century about an ancient Greek emotion called acedia. A mind seized by this emotion is horrified at where he is, disgusted with his room. It does not allow him to stay still in his cell or devote any effort to reading. So it was like a term that monks grappled with when they were sort of like, you know, their their mind was jangly, but they also felt listless. It was just, yeah, I think it's so interesting because it's what we're all experiencing right now, this sort of weird paradoxical Yeah, that encompasses...
1: It, it encompasses... It's a whole vibe in a word.
0: It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe.
1: <laughs> to me, acedia is such a vibe. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, wow, yeah.
1: fascinating. And yes, also yes, one million percent right? accurate. It's yeah. the
0: spinning wheel of death chakra feeling that you might have right now during a worldwide pandemic while everything is falling apart. Acedia. Acedia.
1: A-C-E-D-I-A. Mm-hmm.
0: And this says that uh, the word was included among eight trains of thought that needed to be overcome by devout Christians like monks. Mm -hmm. Um, Among these, acedia was considered the most insidious, and it was only after um, monks had conquered the sins of gluttony, fornication, avarice, sadness, anger, vainglory, and pride that they would deal with acedia.
1: That's very interesting, because you strip away ego, you strip away want, you strip away all like man-made created desires, and mm-hmm. at the end of it, you're left with nothing but you.
0: <laughs> Just like, which is a nightmare in an ex- existential crisis. Yeah,
1: and to overcome, to overcome self. Yeah, sounds. Um, I mean, it's something I strive for and think about a lot. And self-actualization, becoming my best me, but sitting with me mm. is a whole nother nightmare.
0: So interesting. I'm taking a mindfulness class right now from my friend Dorit, and we we're talking about how um, in the moment. Thoughts are always past or future, right? So in the moment, the only thing that's going on is physical sensations in the body and sounds outside you. But any thoughts are either about the future, which are related to anxiety, possibly, or the past, which are...
1: Regret, I hate, why did I... Right. Yeah, yeah. But in
0: the moment,
1: it's there's no thought. Right. Which is the goal
0: of the monk? Uh, Just to sort of be present, yeah. To be present. Without casting your mind. Well then we need to
1: make the nighttime not the night because as right. soon as I lay down and go to bed uh spinning at,
0: wheel of Shocker death. A spinning wheel of chakra <laughs> death. We need to ban the night. Oh my god.
1: Please. Yeah. Ooh. That's wild. Yeah. I I would want to dive into that to see how they how how a monk overcomes a CD to reach that eighth level or to defeat whatever the eighth level is. A lot that of meditating, I bet. A oh, I bet so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: gently bringing your mind back to the present when it wanders off, which is you know the whole thing that I'm learning with mindfulness.
1: Where's that article posted? It better not be like. You well, know. it
0: was on Facebook, but um, and I, you know, nobody should ever go on Facebook, but um, it was uh in the conversation. It was written by a guy named Jonathan Zecker, who was a research fellow at the Australian Catholic University.
1: Okay, I would believe that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So interesting. Um,
1: Cool. Yeah. I, I would like to post that in our show notes. Let's do it. That's the it kind of thing me. where I I don't know why I feel relief knowing that what I'm feeling has a term. Yeah, it's just good to
0: identify things. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? There's a there's a relief in naming things. It is. And having the common sort of experience of like, oh, you too, a word.
1: <laughs> no wonder Pictionary is All such a us. difficult <laughs> game. Yeah. 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 What is the thing? What is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Well, we got some other good news. Yeah. Do you want to get into our uh, Rubble Gazette?
0: Say hello though first. Oh
1: shit. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, cannabis, cooking, culture, calling shit out, and...
0: Spinning wheels of death in your chakra.
1: Chakras.
0: Chakra.
1: Yeah. Chakra. It's true.
0: Oh, man. Well, yeah, I do want to get to the news <laughs> because okay. it is kind of good news. We've got a story from Politico in the Grub Gazette this week, which is reporting that the um, House is going to vote on legalizing cannabis this month. There's a vote um, called the MORE Act, which would remove cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act and also erase some criminal records. And the main sponsor of it is Kamala Harris. Great. Good start. And the vote will be in Congress this month. And, um, I mean, that's kind of the news. We'll see what happens when they vote on it. And then if it does get passed, it'll go to the Senate. Republican-led Mitch McConnell in charge. Right. Yada yada. We all know how that'll work out because he's a fucking dink. But...
1: Everybody is saying that it's never going to pass and it's going to be destroyed. But the very idea for me that um, it's on the docket. Yeah. And it's in the conversation for federal, f- like federally. Yes. Um, you know, uh, you got to swing at the pitch if you're going to hit the home run. So let's fucking start throwing pitches out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Randall Meyer of the Global Alliance for Cannabis Commerce is quoted in this article saying a floor vote on the bill would be the greatest federal cannabis reform accomplishment in over 50 years. And it would remove weed from the controlled substances act where it's listed as like you know it's with heroin yeah it's more harmful than fucking cocaine which is hilarious so Mm -hmm. uh fuck that and And also
1: you get better ideas smoking weed than doing cocaine and you finish those (laughs) ideas so maybe they shouldn't be on the same level
0: can i just say though that some of those 90s movies that were super cocaine fueled like we watched con air the other (laughs) night and you said something about it being a cocaine movie and i was like yeah, the cocaine, yeah, really did, like, those explosions and, like, you know, greased up muscles and stuff.
1: The heyday of Jerry Bruckheimer was a cocaine-fueled, <laughs> yeah. action-packed, blockbuster season. Like, there's no way that those were not cocaine movies.
0: It, Everybody in that movie was on cocaine. Yeah. L- every single person.
1: Well, just the very idea. It's like, and then it's in Vegas, and then the money falls from the <laughs> sky. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it falls from the sky. And then they crash into a building, and then they crash into... And you're just like, yeah, that was a, like... That was just a whirlwind of lines, powder, and clouds. Yeah. While some some uh, assistant was typing furiously to keep up with their conversation, that's how I picture that being created. All those movies.
0: There's a lot of fun in smoking weed and watching a movie that was made on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> just out
1: you go. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's really funny. Oh, the last thing I wanted to say about um, this bill that that I do have hope for also is because we're getting our news through places like Twitter, where it's just a one minute pull of information. If it does go to the floor and people are able to speak to everybody from a knowledgeable place about why it should be legal, that is going to be a victory in itself because yes. it'll hit the ears of the folks who might need to hear it most. And that could change a lot just purely through fighting for even if it does not get passed.
0: Exactly. Yeah. that's it. To have it be a part of the national conversation where they're actually bringing it to vote to legalize it and expunge fucking criminal records you know that's it's a great step forward it is um and for that full story you can go to politico.com it was written by uh, Natalie Fertig and the the headline is house set to vote on marijuana legalization so we'll be keeping an eye out for that
1: wait it's not th- that's not a clickable headline what's politico doing just putting facts in their headlines <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that they're not
0: like the most exciting <laughs> but they're fucking solid and they do good reporting <laughs> so
1: <laughs> Bruckheimer i feel like Bruckheimer is writing headlines right now Yeah, it's totally. like a cocaine fueled Conair headline like There's a
0: headline writer somewhere in the world <laughs> blowing rails, and like, well, Drudge Report, probably. Yeah, like That guy. <laughs> yo,
1: 100%. He knows how
0: to come up with a banger.
1: I'm, I'm racking my brain in the back of my mind uh, how to write the send it talking about weed headline <laughs> to make it uh an action-packed blockbuster but i don't have it right now yeah
0: it's hard to make that exciting but it is exciting it's yeah. really exciting
1: and i would also like to say in the news thank you everyone for coming to my side and saying <laughs> that ice is overrated some of you said it's a piece of shit. i would like to shout out tanner reed for having a really Powerful one-sided dialogue with me about how ice sucks. <laughs> it's so great to commiserate with people when um, you're all in the same camp. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I was
0: shouted out on Twitter for someone was on my side, and they were like, "Yeah, it is fucking blasphemy that you would say a frosty mug sucks. You're a fucking lunatic." So thank you for coming <laughs> to my side on that because everybody loves a frosty mug. I don't know what's wrong with you. We are a you're house a divided. Nihilist. You're like an ice-hating nihilist, <laughs> 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 and I love ice, and I'm the opposite of a nihilist. I I I I, yeah I'm an ice-hating nihilist. You don't even know what the opposite of a nihilist would be. Of a nihilist, I'm right there with you on the nihilism. I
1: I don't know what the opposite would be. I don't know
0: if we're so divided, but we definitely the ice was yeah. Well, we shards (laughs) shards between us.
1: We we have people coming on our side coming. Wow.
0: Whoa, Tanner Reed. If you want your monocle to pop out, give that. Uh, follow his, follow.
1: yeah. Follow his OnlyFans. Follow his Twitter.
0: Ooh, yeah, fucking yeah, hot.
1: Um, coming on my side. Okay. Well, I and uh, also in the news, I couldn't find a. I I haven't found a good cream soda, and so a lot of you shared your favorite cream dreams with me, and so I bought as many as I could find at the grocery stores here in Washington, and. I wanted to try some of them on air. Do you want to try them with me?
0: I do. I'm looking
1: at them and I'm so excited because they're all
0: crazy different colors. One is clear and then the rest are like varying degrees of kind of caramel color.
1: Yeah. So if you're just listening and this is your first step with us, last week (laughs) I... Um, I'm just frustrated because I love cream soda, but I can't find a good cream soda. Um, Personally, I think A&W cream soda is my favorite. They don't have it here, so I've been trying odds and ends, and they're all not up to snuff. But many, many people said, you've got to try. This is my jam. So I bought as many as I could. I have four right now. Excuse me. Just burped. Getting excited. Um, I have Jones uh, cream soda,
0: Teddy's cream soda,
1: Boylan cream soda Uh and dr pepper and cream soda
0: i'm pulling for the dr pepper but i want to know about this teddy's because it looks like a 40 of malt liquor what the (laughs) fuck is up with that shit (laughs) it is it
1: it really does it looks Looks like like old english
0: yeah you should have it in a paper bag (laughs)
1: It also was like right around that seventy-four cent soda okay. type of a thing. I'm
0: concerned. Yeah,
1: it's just it's chemicals in a plastic bottle. It's just
0: a very large bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, what are you gonna start with? Well,
1: let's start with Teddy's. You okay. just brought it up. I got you a tiny cup.
0: Thank you. Thank and you. No ice. No. And well, and can I just fucking say that these are all room temperature cream sodas, which is so oh oh, oh shit. the teddies shit. is popping off <laughs> shit's popping
1: off it's so like nobody's ever opened a teddies before so it's so excited it's you know, like this I is think, my
0: time i think it's probably because it's room temperature which is a fucking crime against soda all sodas should be cold
1: you think you taste more flavor if something's cold
0: when it's a soda yeah hmm. like you don't drink hot white wine <laughs> you know what i'm saying warm white wine you like room temperature you're gonna fight for room temp white wine right now room temp white wine okay all room right. temp
1: all all the time room that's my that's like what's whatever like biden harris i don't know what their platform like yeah what's their slogan fuck, besides trump. fuck trump yeah that should be it <laughs> um mine crap. is room temp all the time okay yeah that's
0: safe that's good a lot of seniors in florida would be um on yours they'd be like he's such a nice young man
1: seniors and moms love me i think my base is strong.
0: Oh my god, this is a huge cup. This is like a, this is like three big gulps of oh, this shit. stuff. I'm gonna have to drink this whole goddamn thing. What's happening? Is there a whole new thing?
1: Can I ask you something about your beer drinking? Mm-hmm. Do you, Is it a Midwest thing where you wipe the side of your nose and put your finger in your beer to get the foam to go down?
0: What? It is. I literally have no words. What are you talking about? It's
1: such like a thing. You
0: Westerners. You white. It's such a thing. You what?
1: So, you know Tawny Newsom? Mm. She's on Yo, Is This Racist? Oh, she yeah, does yeah. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang a Hell lot. Yeah. She's on Lower Deck, Star yes. Trek. So, she's a uh, Second City performer and we knew each other peripherally when we were both in Chicago she was working on ETC and she just tweeted she was like I don't want to hear blank 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 unless you know about the Midwest and she was talking about how you wipe the side of your nose <laughs> and put it in your beer to get the foam to go down and I was like I haven't thought about that in so long but I wonder if that's a Midwest only thing
0: Uh, like the like you're kind of getting the oil off your skin yeah. to like take the, the head of the beer off Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so fucking strange are you from the part of the world where you put eggs in your beer too?
1: Eggs in your beer? Yeah, no. there's like
0: somewhere maybe in Wisconsin. I don't know. Someone has to like please get back at me about this because I know I feel like my friend Beth did it once. You put like an egg, you crack an egg into your beer in the morning.
1: Oh, as part of a hair of the dog situation. Maybe, yeah. Absolutely, okay. I do that.
0: <laughs> so you look at me like I'm crazy, and you're like, oh, 100, percent I well, do that.
1: I was picturing like pictures around the Applebee's at nighttime oh. versus a a good morning. What happened last night? <laughs>
0: okay yeah so it is a hangover remedy where you're from
1: 100 percent. put
0: an egg in your beer yeah with I, like tomato juice maybe
1: yep my my boy bentley had a great recipe and there was eggs and tomato juice i'm trying to remember what it's called and i can't remember the name he called it but yes huh. okay um i'd love to know if anybody else out there you know does like the nose wipe beer foam
0: that's fucking nuts i've never heard of such a thing teddies all right teddies all right, let's Here see we what go. Happens.
1: Ooh, I love the smell. Right. It smells caramelly. The
0: nose on it is good. The the color is nice. Oh no.
1: Oh I love it.
0: Oh what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Why?
1: Because it's everything I want in it tastes like a it tastes like a vanilla dum dum to me it's just like one note and that note is like cream yeah and that's it and it's gone and it's gone
0: like there's nothing left afterwards really it, exactly yeah it's very thin it's like it's got it doesn't have any of the kind of mm, that's caramely, what i want nutty notes that i want from a vanilla cream soda
1: okay so this to me Ugh, is i definitely perfect. don't want to drink all this well that's so weird You're nuts. well let's put it in our spit bowl
0: <laughs> i love that you have a spittoon for the cream soda situation yeah well this is like wine right Oh, I did not enjoy Teddy's.
1: Oh, Teddy's is my. <laughs> oh. Okay, what <laughs> you do you did. want to do next? Dr. Pepper, Boylan, or Jones?
0: Um, I feel like I want to do either the like one of the two kind of artisanal ones. The Jones. Jones let's or the do Boylan. Jones.
1: Yeah. Also, I want to say Jones has a thing on their sodas that says, "Send us your photo, and if we like it, we'll put it on our label." Okay. Can we send a picture of us, our Weed and Grub picture, to? jones and see if we can get on their label even if their soda to. sucks yeah
0: take a take a snap of us like walking in the woods somewhere
1: oh yeah
0: totally i would love that
1: okay here's jones, jones i your feel cup. like
0: it's such a like a pacific northwest i feel like it's like a seattle soda you know like the look at that label doesn't it look like 90s grunge kind of absolutely aesthetic?
1: so this is a canes sugar soda so
0: and it's clear which i appreciate that's kind of cool no coloring
1: yeah did you ever drink crystal pepsi growing up
0: um I feel like I wanted to, sure. but maybe we couldn't get it where I was. Oh, like There I were certain love... things that happened that you couldn't get where I grew up because it was so fucking, like certain flavors of chips and stuff just never came to Newfoundland. Of
1: course, of course. So
0: I feel like Crystal Pepsi was one of those things where I was like, that sounds so cool, but we never had it.
1: Man, the heyday of Clear was such a sweet spot to be alive. Yeah. Everything was so exciting because everything was fun and clear. Magic. Uh, it was right? magic, truly. Have you seen,
0: there's a, a clear lemon meringue slice of pie. That, um, yes, I saw. Have you seen that?
1: Absolutely. And they hold it in front of the window, and you can see through the lemon meringue part it's out crazy. the window. Yeah, remarkable. It's magic. All right, Nothing Jones. Like cl-
0: okay, here we go. Jones, clink, clink. I hate Ooh, the smell. Wow, it smells like cotton candy. Um, oh, not for me. That's I, crazy. It's not cream soda y
1: enough. I like the flavor, but it's a little bit too club soda and not love cream soda for me
0: oh i really don't like it i don't like the cotton candy on the nose and then mm.
1: okay
0: maybe i just don't like room temperature maybe i want it just to be cold
1: listen to this you want to hear the ingredients in a jones Blech. carbonated water
0: mm-hmm.
1: inverted cane sugar
0: okay what do they hold it upside down or something i think so
1: <laughs> upside down cane <laughs> sugar <laughs> <laughs>
0: We that go find me. six
1: Draculas and stuff their pockets with cane sugar oh while they're sleeping. That
0: just totally yeah, just made me think of some like them holding cane <laughs> sugar, like a bag of cane sugar upside down. Uh, all, like, like a bully. It. They hire
1: yeah. seventeen bullies. All
0: the change is falling out of its pockets. <laughs> I'm like, let me down. <laughs>
1: Jones is an equal opportunity bully employer. Oh, yeah.
0: geez. Okay. I don't like this. No, I don't like it either.
1: Okay, but we still want to be on your bottle.
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say that I think part of my issue is the room temp. I really do.
1: Well, I'm not gonna give you ice because then it's gonna dilute the natural flavor. All right. Okay. Here we go. We're treating this like we're at a barbecue where we're in hour four. Our hands are a little bit wrinkled from swimming all day. Nice. The chips are out. The potato salad's I a little bit too warm. I have some barbecue sauce inside of my mouth. Yep. And yep. there's just a couple of sodas swimming around in what used to be ice, but now is all water.
0: Okay. Cooler. I've got one corn cob in each hand to dip in like butter and mayo. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh huh. And afterwards, I'm going for the red velvet cake. Great. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Oh, that's
1: funny. Cena set. I just pictured you instead of a what is it? A dagger and a sword. Just oh, right two ears a dagger? of corn. Yeah, just two ears of corn.
0: <laughs> just two ears. Of- I could do battle with two ears of corn.
1: So these last two are interesting. The diet or the Dr Pepper cream soda and the Boylan. They were recommended the most. Oh,
0: out of right. everything.
1: So like we're in double digits here. So we really can't go wrong. I'm going to go with the Boylan first. Okay. Established in 1891. Mm-hmm another cane sugar trip
0: it's a very attractive bottle it is I Feel like it's you know it's got that kind of like craft look um i love a etched label on glass i have to say
1: very sexy big okay. time
0: into that <clears throat> um right.
1: this is really nice i like the color too you want your cream soda just like just the lightest like you're like 78 percent hydrated when you pee that's my that's my <laughs> that's my cream soda color like seventy-eight oh. percent hydration.
0: Like it should be the color of your pee when you eyes. when you're
1: right around that hydration level. God. That to me is the right. Anything too dark and it's unattractive. Anything too light or clear. Yeah. How's boiling? Okay. Smelling? I feel
0: like it should be the yeah like the color of uh, a good beer, a good American beer. I like the nose on this. It's kind of got a like a hazel quality. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great.
1: That's delicious. Yep. Boiling. Y'all were right. (laughs) Yep. Everybody, you were right.
0: That's so good. That's great. What kind of sugar is in boiling? (laughs) They hang upside down to make that batch of deliciousness. Um, Because I feel like it's cane sugar, right?
1: De escalating. What? it's it's uh de-escalating <laughs> conflict mediation ca- cane sugar oh
0: great yeah well that's what yeah it's it's a it's a good person cane sugar <laughs> yeah yeah it's like whoa 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 Whoa! everybody just take it take a breath we're okay? all people we're all everybody just step back take a breath chill out have a soda it's gonna be fine <laughs>
1: uh, no it's just cane sugar that's it mm-hmm. and then pure vanilla extract and then a bunch of um you know science
0: so yeah a cream soda really like the notes you want are vanilla and sugar that's, that's kind of it. That's it. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. I
1: love this one. Well, okay, We're, that's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. Fuck, man. I really thought Teddy's that looks like a forty was gonna be the one. Uh, I was, and you know, brown. Oh, baguette. I'm just
0: noticing that is that Teddy Roosevelt on the label? Oh. I see. I see a hat. <laughs> he, he looks Roosevelty. Well, whoever that Teddy is, yeah. High fructose corn syrup, wolf, man. No.
1: That's so funny.
0: Oh man. All okay. right,
1: <clears throat> the last one dr pepper i even
0: finished this i didn't have to dump the boilings into my um cream soda spittoon (laughs) it's delicious wouldn't
1: that be fun i would love i i love tours if you if we ever go to st louis and we do the budweiser tour like i love a fun tour love it and then you get all the tastes and notes and things it'd be be so great to go on like a like a fago tasting tour where you go through the fago factory and then try moon mist and ruby red and all of them and with a little spit bucket is that a thing um i have i do know some people who tried to go to the fago factory and they're like we don't do tours what because it's probably just like huge vats and one person tapping on dials and being like it's in the green (laughs) not
0: that exciting (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did i toured the um heineken and carlsberg breweries and those were both fucking amazing in amsterdam and copenhagen that was really cool that's highly recommend
1: love a tour all Mm -hmm. right dr pepper cream soda Ah.
0: wow it looks like coke or, I, I mean, I guess it looks like Dr. Pepper. It's very um, deep caramel.
1: I like that. It makes it familiar, so I oh, trust it more. Oh,
0: no, it smells like Dr. Pepper. That's fucking. Crazy.
1: You don't like Dr. Pepper?
0: I don't. Okay, I interesting. Don't like that cherry thing.
1: No judgment. What about Mr. Pibb?
0: <clears throat> no, nope, not a fan. Although I do love a black cherry soda. Okay. So, I just. There's something about the. I don't know what it is. I feel like I have a bad childhood memory that's like locked in some closet associated with it because I have like a physical sort of like. No.
1: Yeah. With a person who. Whose name is Dr. Pepper?
0: Yeah, like Jason Aukenleg, I think maybe. He gave me two black eyes. I feel like I would associate him with Dr. Pepper. With his
1: fist? Yeah. What's that story? Oh,
0: man. He had a really nice new bike, and I touched it, and he told me not to touch it or he'd give me a black eye. So I touched it, and he gave me a black eye, and then he was like, don't do that again. Guess what I did? (laughs) Two black eyes. Fucking
1: good for you. Fuck him.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, Yeah, anyway, so.
1: Wow. (laughs) Well, I don't want to cheers to him, but here goes... It's fucking Dr. Pepper cream soda. He's talking
0: like, hmm. All right. Mm. I I need you to talk about it.
1: I don't love it. Okay. But I love Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. So if I had this in a bottle and I was just walking around the mall, I'd be very happy. Okay. But I don't love it as a cream soda. I love it because I love Dr. Pepper.
0: It's so Dr. Peppery. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not cream soda-y to me at all. It's very, it's like a vanilla Dr. Pepper.
1: I think it's almost as if Dr. Pepper had leftover cream soda that wasn't bottled. And they were just like, yeah, throw a few drops (laughs) and we'll print up a label for five cents. And, you know, I feel like this is some kind of bonus soda that is meaningless to them but it helps them like save a couple pennies yeah right it
0: does yeah it definitely has the a b-roll sort of uh, thank you quality <laughs> yeah it is a
1: b-roll soda <laughs> for sure that's brilliant Ooh, oh. yes
0: i'm still drinking it i don't want to drink anymore i don't like that one
1: yeah but boiling all, right. Boylan Boylan is the all day amazing
0: i want to try more now Okay. That's so fun.
1: Well, if anybody out there has, um, in in a broad category of soda, something they love, for me, Orange Soda Fanta is such, and Slice yeah. comes in second. So good. Um, Orange yeah, but, Crush,
0: just straight up Orange Crush.
1: Are so good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, if there's like a broad soda category and we should try some favorite sodas of yours, hit us up. What's your favorite soda? We'll find it if we can and give it a whirl. You
0: know, there's a truck in LA that sells like sodas from abroad and like chips and candies from across around the world and you can buy like... You know mountain dew doritos from australia for 30 dollars or whatever and there's i bet we could find some like weird cool sodas and spend a lot of money doing this i'd love again. to hey
1: michael walker from the tender friends he's in that uh reddit group for soda so i bet he has some good recommendations too that's right well thank you everybody for sending your cream soda suggestions and i'm
0: really curious what this is like now
1: oh we've got to do the suicide soda the
0: witch's brew <laughs> that's what i would call it okay so this spittoon neither of us your backwash isn't in this right it was just i have like...
1: never backwashed
0: <laughs> okay i'm gonna drink out of this i think it's kind of gross but oh i'm not gonna tell you what i think it tastes like until you've had some
1: okay i love that we're doing the suicide soda <laughs>
0: drinking from the spittoon okay okay do you want to hear what i think it tastes like yes please you know when you're at a party and someone put their um cigarette out in your beer and then you drink it (laughs) (laughs) that's what that tastes like (laughs) cigarette beer oh Oh, man gross i like it (laughs) of course
1: like you're gonna leave and that's gonna like
0: yeah you were the guy in high school who would drink the beer oh yeah yeah and then you'd like, like put your arm up against the wall with the girl you're talking to <laughs> uh,
1: that's i i yeah you're gonna think that that's in the sink but i have drank that yeah <laughs> I, well whatever wow
0: oh, oh man that was fucking awesome
1: so uh, what a week, shit, we got to get going.
0: Yeah, we got. We have a fucking guest. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to our guest.
1: All right, you want to do Buds of the Week?
0: Yeah, let's do Buds of the Week. I um actually was just talking at the beginning of this podcast about doing a mindfulness class. And my Bud of the Week is my friend Dorit, who is teaching the mindfulness class through her um, business, which is called Kindfulness. Um, you can follow Kindfulness on IG at kind.fulness And Dorit, <clears throat> and I used to like do theater together in New York, and now she's kind of moved on to this whole new thing where she's teaching people mindfulness, and it's fucking awesome. So shout out to Reet. She's at dfly80 on Instagram. She's a really fun follow, and um, dear friend.
1: That's a good butt of the week, especially mm-hmm. with the Occedia happening right Acidia. now. With oh, the
0: popping right now? I feel now? it, I feel it.
1: Um, my butt of the week this week is Parma Johnny. Follow John Rosano on Instagram at Parma Johnny, and it has three N's in it, he just sent us a great pumpkin bread whisk pick. Hot. And then he sent the aftermath of the pumpkin bread and it looks moist, it looks dense, it looks lovely, it looks yes. so tasty. And then his whole Instagram is like sandwiches he's made, pizzas he's made, delicious looking Ooh, what is that?
0: <laughs> what are you what are you looking at?
1: This ice cream sandwich he made? Holy oh. shit. He made a snickerdoodle ice cream sandwich out of two chocolate chip cookies. What? And just a whole carton of snickerdoodle ice cream. Oh,
0: my fucking God.
1: Follow Parmigiani, y'all. That is a good follow right there. And that's my vote of the week.
0: That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, before we get to our vote of the week... Uh, our VIB? Our VIB. Uh, he's a great intro to our sponsor for today's podcast because he is with Canvas and Tech Today, Chuck Warner, and we have an awesome piece of tech, Da Vinci.
1: Yeah, the Da Vinci is um, the tech that I didn't know I needed that I love to have.
0: Yeah, so this episode of Weed and Grub is sponsored by DaVinci, the only cannabis vaporizer that is built with a sealed zirconia and glass vapor pathway, which means none of your vapor touches any metals or plastics, and it gives you the most smooth, pure, tasteful experience. And you can use it with flour or extract. You can control your airflow.
1: It's kind of how we just did all these cream sodas, and we all love—it's like, why would you try anything but boiling if you—
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. And I feel
1: like that's how, like, if you use the Da Vinci to get, like, to to like, yeah. vape and everything, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's the boiling of,
0: of vaporizer, of vaporizer. Yeah. Put your weed in there. It's gonna be fucking awesome. You can um, control the temperature precision with one de- within one degree of accuracy. And Da Vinci has been featured in a whole bunch of magazines. Um, and the IQ won spanibus um, for best product.
1: Whoa! In no Barcelona. kidding. Yeah. Wait, it
0: won Spain. <clears throat> It won Spain. It won Spain. It won Spain basically.
1: That's freaking awesome.
0: So there is no denying with uh DaVinci, you they have you covered and we've been using it uh our fabulous IQ2 and uh we want all of our listeners to get one too. So if you go to davinci.com or davincivaporizer.com and you enter the code GRUB at checkout, you'll get 10% off.
1: Check them out. So worth your time walking around outside trying to get some air, trying uh-huh. to treat myself right, trying to just you know, live live my best life. Yeah, I do feel like a big part of self-care is treating yourself to things like the Da Vinci to just, I don't know, it makes me happy, Yeah, you know?
0: Well, give him a follow and check him out at davincivaporizer.com and also let us know when you get yours and how you like it.
1: 100%. Perfect segue into our very important bud, Chuck, today. Yes. Speaking of technology. <laughs>
0: chuck warner from cannabis and tech today uh which we contributed to a few months ago with our uh cannabis brand name generator called dominate the clouds
1: dominate the clouds we made a mad lib (laughs) in his magazine where you can create your own brand of weed using our mad lib and a bunch of words we gave you or words on your own it was very fun
0: (laughs) we had such a blast and he's so cool and he joined us today to tell us a little bit about himself and about emerge which is the cannabis conference the very first virtual cannabis conference that's going to be happening on this cool new platform that is next week, September 8th, 9th, and 10th. We caught up with Chuck to hear more about Emerge and uh, just what he's all about.
1: Yeah, so without further ado, here's our interview with
0: Chuck Warner. <laughs> we are with Chuck Warner. Hey Chuck. How's it going? We're so excited to have you on for uh, what we're going to call the high five. Love it. I'm
2: so excited to be here.
0: Our first of the high five is tell us who you are and
2: what you do. All right. I didn't prepare for this so I hope I get this right. Um, I'm Chuck Warner. I'm the editor-in-chief with Cannabis and Tech Today. We make a pretty cool magazine, podcast, and we have a really cool event coming up called Emerge. So, how did you get into cannabis and technology, and why did you want to combine the two? You know, I've just always been like a tech guy, like science, like kind of, kind of nerdy like that. And uh, cannabis is really cool as well. I've been a big fan of it for a long time. And I figured if you could combine the two, and we could talk about like tech and science in cannabis, um, that would be like the best job in the world. So. Here I am until they kick me out. This is this is my jam, you know, cannabis tech and science. And uh, I, there's so much cool stuff. Like I'm learning every day about this. Uh, it means there's always cool stories to talk about and people to interview and you know companies to talk about that are doing just wild stuff.
1: I'd love to. I'm sorry, Mary Jane. Can I can I do a point five question? So it's a high five point five, like a half question. I think the cool thing about what you just said about until they kick me out is that nobody can kick you out if you're creating your own ideas and making your own entrepreneurial actions happen and you seem like somebody who wants to make things and create things and then finish those things and I was hoping you could just talk a little bit more about where that comes from and what your like ideology is on that because you're you're making so much all the time that nobody can stop you.
2: Man, that's a that's a really good question. I I just think that I enjoy content. And when you enjoy really good stuff, like, you know, I remember back in the day when you'd get a magazine in the mail and you were excited, you know, like whether it was, you know, like, like Playboy magazine for me or, you know, GQ or Sports Illustrated. Like I would get excited when that thing would come in the mail. And I liked reading the, I like the articles. I like uh, TV shows and podcasts. And so to be able to, I guess, kind of mimic the things that you like and work with a good team because it's totally all about the team i've got a i've got a really solid team all around me and you just get to like create ideas that's the fun part like to me like you know work all the all the, the drudgery and the you know emails and eh, all that stuff is like is is torture sometimes but the actual golden art of creating you know taking an idea and turning it into something That's fun, especially when it hits, you know what I mean? Like when it actually works and sometimes it doesn't, and we don't talk about that, but when it actually does work, uh, it's really cool to see how you can go from an idea to something that people go, Hey, I dig that. Or, you know, like I learned something from that, or you inspired me. So I guess ultimately it comes down to wanting to inform and inspire people. And if we can have fun along the way, then that's, that's where it's at.
0: Awesome. Word. I want to know how you got involved in the cannabis world.
2: Yeah. So, um, I started out doing sports publications. I'm a big sports fan and I used to do like the event programs. Uh, if you go to like a really big sporting event, like, like the world series, the super bowl, um, uh, PGA championships, like that was, that was my jam for a while. And we learned how to make really great programs and tie in with events hospitality you know that was that was the thing right you go to the the super bowl it's kind of about the parties and it's about the uh you know the the events and then there's a game well um then the economy kind of collapsed in 2008 and I said I'm done with all this but I was always a tech fan so we decided to launch a tech magazine Cause you know, print's just such a great way to make money. And we launched a magazine <laughs> like five years ago and it was called innovation and in tech today. Um, and so we covered a lot of like CES stuff, you know, like uh, cybersecurity, gaming, um, wearables, smart home technology. I mean, cool stuff, um, but not as cool as cannabis and tech. We spun off, we spun off from innovation and in tech a couple years ago. And we were like, there should be a tech magazine just for the cannabis industry. And there was business magazines and there was lots of lifestyle magazines, but this was just like a little niche that we kind of fit in nicely because we had credibility. We had street cred, you know, from innovation and tech. And so coming over here, we knew how to make world-class magazines, um, you know, get great content. And then if we could tie them in with events, it was a slam dunk. So we always had these great events that we could go to, you know, you guys probably were there at all the same ones, you know, the MJ biz and you know, all this stuff. So it was kind of the same model. But it just sort of, the cannabis started pulling me in that direction. And then the other stuff, you know, it, it just, like it's still great. We have five magazines over here, but the cannabis and tech thing really took off. And I just think that, um, I think it's two things that go together really, really well, especially in this day and age. So yeah, it was it was kind of accidental, um, but it was also one of those ideas where we were like talking, you know, we'd be like, we'd be like, you know what? we need to do a cannabis and tech magazine. And we were like, yeah, yeah, great idea, man. And then like a couple months later, we're like, you know what? We should do a cannabis tech magazine, you know? And then fast, <laughs> fast forward like a year later, we were like, we got to do this thing or someone else is going <laughs> to. So that's sort of how it happened. Oh, it's
1: amazing. I have another 0.5 question, a uh, uh, high 5.5. point five. We're Now we're at six, high six. Um, is, is there... A, is there something that you were blown away by in the tech side of cannabis where you were like, I used to roll up a piece of aluminum foil, fashion it into a pipe, and that worked fine, or a, a piece of farm equipment? Is there anything in the tech world that you want to share with our listeners that you were kind of blown away by?
2: You, you want to know what's crazy <laughs> is we, we, got a, we got a phone call from New Zealand. And this guy was like hey i love your podcast so right away this phone call was going good right and he's like hey man love your podcast down here you know cannabis tech talks and everything he's like i gotta send you something and i was like all right and he's like it's it's something that makes your body absorb like 30 percent more of whatever you do you put it under your tongue and you know here you go it's like a delivery system that enhances the experience so anyways, the call was over and I didn't think about it. Like two weeks later, I got a box and I opened it. It was from New Zealand and there was like, I was scared. Like I, he's like, it's going to get you really high. And I was like, how high? So yeah, man, the technology is coming and these people are inventing and there's just all kinds of cool stuff coming out. and. uh I still haven't tried it because I'm a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: guy seemed legit. You know, he was like,
2: He's like, don't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, he had the fervor, the zeal, the light in his eyes. Well, it's funny as he was in New Zealand
2: that I was like, wait, do you guys have uh, weed down there? And he was like, no, no. It's, 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 they're working on it, but they still haven't got it there. So New Zealand's got their stuff together, but they're not quite, uh, not to legalize status yet.
0: They're not all that. <laughs>
2: They're not all that. I mean, but they they got some smart people there. So no, I just I think the tech and the science is a really fun angle that everybody can get in. Because when you think about it, like even as a kid growing up or whatever, like everybody liked like space, you know, like science, like it's just kind of something that's easy for people to latch onto. So when you combine it in cannabis, it's a freaking no brainer
0: yeah I feel like especially right now with you know the not being able to really get outside so much like mapping the inner journey is a really cool thing to do and some of the science that's coming out about the anocannabinoid system and mapping that and how different cannabinoids interact with it all the kind of stuff the science behind it's amazing we're just starting to learn so entourage effect
2: yeah right like all of that like it's all starting to make sense you're like ah okay all right Mm -hmm. and terpenes and all that stuff so yeah no I I think it's super cool I think it's fun and and it's definitely not boring you know because there's always new stuff you know that's coming out and so yeah we get to we get to work in a pretty cool industry
1: yeah like my the plant has roots my nerves look like roots come on it's all right here
0: (laughs) um okay this is I don't even know where we are in the high five anymore but my next question is: What is emerge?
2: Ah, emerge was um, was kind of an idea that we hatched a, a, f- a few months ago. We were all in lockdown. We were missing everybody. We were watching the news. We saw that it looked like this Corona thing was was, you know, it was probably going to be here for a minute. And um, you know, events were a big part of of my life. I probably was on the road like ten. Twelve days a month right so you know we we're always going to a lot of events you're covering events everything like that all of a sudden that stopped and that was a big void in the industry so we were like what if we did a virtual event and we got everybody together like a big extravaganza but it can't suck and so we were like what what would what, what, what would make it cool and a lot of the virtual events were they were just kind of like a zoom you know like a glorified zoom Um, and then we started talking about, well, what if you could create an avatar and walk around like a 3d virtual reality type, uh, scenario. And we found out that this technology was out there. They've been using it for a while. Um, and right now it's, it's like blowing up. So we said, let's do a virtual cannabis event. Let's focus on science because, you know, science guy kind of nerd like that. And also let's be super diverse because right now social equity is huge. I mean, you know, as a, as a as a culture, we're really looking inward right now to see, Hey, you know, are we doing things the right way? Is this, is this how we want to be? And I think that the whole industry is having a little bit of a reckoning. Um, and, and I think that, so we wanted to be super diverse and have lots of business opportunities, but we wanted it to be cool. So this has a a 3d platform where you create avatars and you go in and you mess around like in a video game, uh, and it's open for 90 days. So that's a merge, and we have a bunch of really cool partners we're working with, and we want everybody to come in and check it out because we're raising funds um, and we're going to hopefully inform a lot of people and create some create an environment where people can get back together and do some business because we miss it you know as an industry. and so we wanted to do something because we're cannabis and tech today that would hopefully be a little techy and cool. and yeah so far it's, it's looking like it's going to be a really, really cool event.
0: I'm so excited. I've been seeing people creating their avatars and like starting to explore the space and I'm so excited that we get to be there. It's going to be so cool. As
1: somebody who loves getting high and playing video games like The Sims or Animal Crossing, it's pretty exciting to be able to like create myself and then connect with people I've never met before in a very like Sims-esque way.
2: Yeah, I mean, we went to Belgium to find this platform. It's called Hyperfair. And uh, they just had an event, uh, they had a, a real estate event, I think in Panama, and they had 12,000 people and there was like 61,000 conversations happening between the people in there. Uh, and you get all this information afterwards. So yeah, it's, it's totally like a video game. And when you walk in there and you walk around, like we were in the platform last week. And just doing a demo, just kind of showing people. And we were walking around in there, and there were other people walking around in there. And we were like, Who is that? And so you like go up to them and you're and you like click on them and you're like, Oh, cool, you're with that company. What's up, man? And they're doing the same thing. They're like, Who is that? And that's just before you know the thing kicks off. So when it actually does, people are gonna be mobbing around in there like a video game, and you don't know who you're gonna be standing next to. It could be, you know, freaking, you know. You don't even know, and and there's yeah. a lot of ways to connect. You know, you can talk to them, you can exchange business cards, you can chat, uh, you can even like start having a Zoom conversation. So they make it easy. And actually, someone brought this brought this up. Some people are shy at events, or they don't like. Big crowds and having to like, you know, force their way in there here. You can make your avatar whatever you want and you can go out there and it's not really you. So if you're shy, you can, you know, be playing the character and and get out there and, and do some networking. So I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's kind of fun. I think that it adds an element of gamification and then hopefully that'll keep people on the platform longer. Um, so that it's a better experience for a virtual event. It's so
0: rad. And people will like you can experience it in real time, and then you'll be able to like go back for 90 days and see all the things that you missed and visit the booths. And I mean, we'll probably have a well,
2: probably a couple avatars are gonna end up hooking up. They're gonna like, you know, like there's gonna be a wedding that comes from this. (laughs) Like you're just standing in auditorium three watching this session, and all of a sudden you're like who's this next to me? And then you start chatting and next thing, you know, like that, who knows? It can be like the love connection.
1: Oh man. Maybe weed and grub can officiate a wedding after this. See, that would be
2: a new story. People would be like, where did you guys meet? Emerge. Yeah. It
0: used to be burning man and now it's Emerge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to our fifth question. Mike, do you want to?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I would love to ask it our sixth question from the first time we met when we were at that really nice dinner sitting across from each other to this today, right now, I feel better talking to you. I feel happy. I feel positive. I feel like things are hopeful and um, I can achieve anything that I want to achieve. Uh, You just instill a positive force of creativity. And I am wondering one, so this will be another 1.5 question. One If if you're aware of that effect that you have on other people and also where that comes from and also how you use that to just like charge ahead and I don't know, make the world a better place because you're a real positive person who is making the world a better place.
2: Oh, thanks, man. That, That means a lot. You know, because when you just set aside your work, it's like, what's your legacy gonna be, or what are you know, what are you leaving behind? Like, um, and so that means a lot. I just, I don't know. I feel like we can either be a force for good or we can stir shit up. You know, I don't even know if I could cuss on here, but you know, it's like, I think you can. Yeah, definitely like like HBO. HBO. Yeah, this is HBO. We can cuss. (laughs) Um, No, I just, I want to be one. the good guys, and I think that collaboration and just bringing people together is uh, is how stuff gets done. you know like I was in the army and we had uh you know sometimes really crappy missions and tough things to do, but we found that if you have a sense of humor um, that it kind of like makes it more fun for everybody, even if you're freezing your butt off you know you're out in a desert or you know a jungle or something if you can crack some jokes, I think that people will um, yeah, it just makes the experience a little easier. Or you pick on somebody who's really weak the, and they make fun of them. You know? and so <laughs> you're just like, ha ha ha, no. Um, I, yeah, I just think that uh, we all make a choice with how we're, you know, kind of going to approach the situation. And trust me, like, I have days where I get up and I'm like, Ugh. you know, it's like hard to get out of bed, you know, like, you know, that to do list is really long or, you know, you don't even want to open that laptop. But honestly, I think that also it's what you put in. Like, you know, the content that you consume too. Like, don't get too, don't watch the news too much. You know, don't get caught up in, you know, too much of that kind of stuff. It's hard and it'll suck you in. But if you put in positive stuff and you're around positive people, I think that that helps as well. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people that you could be around that just, they really suck your energy. And so, you know, try to avoid those people as much as you can. And sometimes they're in your family. Can't do anything about that. <laughs> you can still avoid them. Um, but yeah, you know, they say you are who you surround yourself with. So if you can surround yourself with pretty good people, I, I think that helps make the journey a little easier. And, you know, that that's that's kind of just what I've embodied here. But you guys are the same way. When I listened to your podcast, like when I, I have literally turned off the news and went and turned on your podcast because I wanted to change my state, right? Because Mm -hmm. I was okay, done. I checked in with the news five or 10 minutes. Oh, it's all shit, mate. Straight shit. So I'm out. And then I put your guys' podcast on and all of a sudden my state is different. So you guys do that. and, And I don't know if you realize it or not, but that is a really, really cool thing for your audience to have access to, you know what I mean? To be able to listen to something where you can learn some stuff and you can have some fun. Cause I need that. Like I have to turn it off sometimes when it comes to, you know, all the craziness of the news and the world right now. I mean, it's a freaking pandemic and we're trying to just, you know, be all happy and everything.
1: It's a crazy ass time. Well, thank you for saying that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I think about legacy a lot. So it's very cool to hear that you think long term like that, like, even after we're gone, like, how, how will we still remain? And, um, and I think I think it can be such a driving force for good. If you think about uh, how do you say it, Mary Jane, leave it better? Like, what's the camping motto?
0: Yeah, leave it better than you found it, which is the meaning of life, according to my father, who was a conservationist, you know, he's like, you have to come upon it appreciate it for what it is and try and leave it better than you found it. And that's all you need to know. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> I hope my daughter thinks of me that way. You know what I mean? She's probably just like, Oh, my dad is so lame. <laughs> like she's eight, you know? So everything I do is lame. My music's lame. My movies are lame, you know, everything like that. But <laughs> if she said something like what you just said, you know, like, you know, like a profound memory or something like that, that's uh, that's winning. You know, that's a that's a good thing right there. Especially with teenagers, <laughs> pre-teens. <Yeah. laughs> their eyes roll
1: so hard, you can hear their eyes rolling. Like it's like, oh my
2: gosh. It. And whenever I'm excited about something, I'm like, no, no, no you gotta check this out. Like, it's just, uh... <laughs> no, watch this video, it's gonna be funny. <laughs> They're just like, ah. Uh... Yeah, nothing Damn. like the disdain of an eight year old. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I play I play music for my son. He's 15. Right. And I'm like, Oh, you got to check this out. This is real hip hop. And he's just like, Oh, dad.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel a little oh. old. <laughs> I would love to find some good new hip hop. So if you have any suggestions, um, maybe maybe we can connect at a merge. We can talk hip hop
2: a little bit. and Trade, trade some names. I love that idea. And by the way, because we have this virtual world, like we've been approached by artists, um uh performers and things like that. They're like, "Wait, so we could use one of your auditoriums. We could have a live feed come in and we could put like a couple thousand people in there and we can we can put on a performance." And we're like, "Yeah, absolutely." Uh, so that's that's really like just kind of the tip of the iceberg with this platform is that you can get, you know, a couple thousand people together even during a pandemic and you don't have to worry about wearing masks and, you know, traveling and stuff. So it really is about the creativity of how we use this platform and the exhibitors that we have are already like, dude, we're going to launch products, you know, we're going to do this. So it's kind of fun to create something, sit back and see The ideas that are percolating amongst these other people because they've got some really good ones. And again, I think it just goes back to the, you know, who we are in the industry. We're resourceful. We'll figure stuff out even during a pandemic. And by the way, we're excited because you guys are going to be at Emerge too. I've heard rumor.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) man I can't wait it's gonna be so fun yeah you guys
2: are going to be like you know the hosts and uh, and this is this is amazing like for Emerge 1.0 to have Weed and Grub there uh, is just super cool you guys are like you're gonna just bring it all together nicely those great tracks and all this cool tech so yeah I think it's I think it's gonna be really fun and um, yeah after it's all done then we'll we'll be like woo Ooh, it's yeah. And then three three months later we'll do another one, you know, but we'll have a little bit of time to breathe in between. But um yeah, it's really cool. There's there's some cool stuff coming up uh for the end of this year, and it's 2020, so what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to host, and it will be on September 8th, 9th, and 10th. And even though we will have links on our Instagram, we will have links in the show note for this podcast. Could you also just give the plugs and give all of the info one final time for all of our listeners?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So just go to EmergeCanada.com. Um, there's a little ticket button there and you can go in there. There's a $10 ticket, which gives you 90 days access. And then there's a $25 ticket if you're a big baller. Uh, and that comes with a print subscription to Cannabis and Tech today. Um, And we're donating right now a dollar to Last Prisoner Project and uh, minorities for medical marijuana with each ticket purchased, and the person buying the ticket can also donate a buck as well. So we're going to raise some money for some good causes, but it's EmergeCanada.com, and you you can Google it or whatever, Event High. Is the ticketing company that's doing it? Those guys are super awesome there. So yeah, check it out. I mean, come in and have fun. Bring a friend, create an avatar, you know, support some really cool innovation in the cannabis space. And uh, let's have some fun.
1: Absolutely. And meet people from all over the place. Yeah, seriously. You can spark this one
0: is- with a new virtual friend. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Come on. That's, that's Come on. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was so good to hang out with you. And I can't wait to see you again at the conference.
2: I'm super excited. And thank you so much for having me and being a part of this. Like, I think this is going to be something that is really cool. And we'll just sort of set the bar, you know, for virtual events moving forward.
1: Um, I'm going to do a quick sign out for us while we're on with you. If you would like to leave us a five star review, we are at Weed and Grub on iTunes. Instagram is also at Wheaton Grub. Uh, We will be hosting Emerge, so please come hang with us and blaze with us. Why the heck not? Thank you so much. Everybody have great days out there. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye.